0: Hello and welcome back to the Alora Crystal Podcast. This is my third episode of the podcast and I hope you're all doing really, really well. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, then this podcast is for people looking for a little boost in positivity, self-care, have an interest in crystals um, and just generally like to hear about holistic things. Um, and a bit of a boost. So, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done a podcast. You'll probably hear that I'm still slightly nasally, and that is because we have all been poorly with, you know, that viral thing that has been going around. Um, mine also turned into sinusitis, and I've been struggling with my blood pressure as well. So, we've had quite a few things going on. Um, and for quite a while my voice was so croaky that nobody would have enjoyed listening to it in a podcast but we're back um it's going to be a nice short podcast today and i just wanted to jump on and say hello to you all really and just speak about a few things that i've been experiencing and feeling um in the hope of if someone else is feeling that way it might just you know give them a bit of a boost and make them feel like they're not the only one feeling like this. So lately, it's been very busy for everybody. I think the whole energy in the atmosphere is heavy. The cost of living is playing on people's minds. There's so much going on, so much stress for everybody. And for some reason at the minute, I think we're all really feeling it, particularly people that sometimes hold the light for other people. So empaths, people that are normally really positive. I'm speaking about myself here as well, because I've been really struggling. um, And so I just wanted to pop on and on this podcast, just speak to you about that all and just share with you a few crystals that I try to turn to when I'm feeling that way. So daily life has got so much harder, I think, over the last couple of months. Every time that you feel that you're on a high, something, you know, brings you back down. And the whole positive mindset is always difficult to try and adopt when we're going through these periods of time. Um, You know, none of us are immune to feeling down and feeling low. I think it's part of being a human being. And we all experience this at different periods and different times. And the thing that I like to think of with our little community within Alora Crystal is that we're here for each other at different periods of time when we need a bit of support. So, you know, I'm always very real with you and share with you everything that's going on with my anxiety. And I'd say over the last three weeks, it's been pretty bad. It's been quite rough, not as bad as it's been in the past, you know, with panic attacks and things like that. But On a general mood and emotional level, I felt really down. And it's not anything particularly that's happened that's brought me down. It's just I seem to have lost my oomph. And that's really not normally like me. I've gone through these periods of up and downs and there's normally something that always, you know, starts it off. But for some reason it just happened and then I was feeling a little bit poorly, we've had this viral thing, still hasn't left, Um, I've been suffering with my blood pressure, got one or two things that I need to go and get checked out health-wise and I just really wanted to jump on here and sort of share with you all that it's okay for when we go through these periods of time, it's okay to feel down sometimes. If we were constantly positive and constantly in a you know, high frequency states, we wouldn't be able to recognize when we were feeling down. What I think is really important is instead of trying to not go through the emotions, is to just ride the wave and just literally let yourself experience and feel the way that you feel. Because the more... And I find this with my anxiety, the more you try to bottle it up, the worse it gets. And so actually, one big benefit I find now is my coping mechanisms mean that when I do get anxious, instead of bottling it up, I'll try, you know, a couple of the spiritual toolbox activities that I have, and I find that it just smooths it out slightly. Whereas in the past, I'd bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, and then you'd get this massive... Panic attack, really poorly. You know, it was like da, da, da domino effect. Um, so I hope that a couple of the things that I'm going to share with you of things I've been doing over the last couple of weeks might help people when they're feeling like this. So I think the most important thing, firstly, to share is when you feel this way, when you feel maybe you're feeling burnt out, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe you. I've got loads of emotions going on and you don't know how to process them. The first thing that you need to do is to stop. You need to stop and you need to be kind to yourself and you need to just rein it back in a bit. So that means for a small period of time, you slow down. So that might be your day-to-day life, that might be what you're trying to fit into your day the things that you're taking on, you just need to strip it back a little bit and just let yourself breathe. When we're in a state of not feeling ourselves, we have a low energy. For me personally, I wouldn't be able to go and do any energy healing or anything like that on anybody because my energy is not where it should be. So that's the first thing that you need to do. You need to get your energy where it should be. Back in balance, and the only way that you're going to do that when you're in that um, sort of state or feeling so overwhelmed, or there's so much going on, and you can't process it, so you need to take a step away. So that can be done in lots of different ways. Trust me, it's not easy. If you work full time, if you've got children at home, you can't just go and say, I'm going to have six hours to myself to go and sit in the garden and write down things of what I want to manifest and write my goals and assess where I am. That's not life. You've got to try and do little things that you can do around your daily life. So for example, when I started feeling really, you know, okay, things that I've got to take a step back and I've got to stop. So I took a couple of things off my list for a a week. I had to rest because I was poorly. Um, I had to not work for a few days and I did small things. So the first thing I did is I made sure I was taking up my journaling every day and I was prioritizing that. Over the last couple of weeks, that had gone out the window Because, you know, Easter holidays, and then school starts, we were waking up a bit later, because everybody was so tired and not feeling well. And so the journaling went out the window. So for me, just taking back that daily habit of doing my journal was the first place to start. My anxiety is always emotionally led where I need to speak to people about it. And so I think I've told you before, I started journaling last year because I felt and I found it was an excellent way to get onto paper how I was feeling. So things that happened in the day, things I was worried about, it wasn't being stored in my brain and it wasn't being stuck as an emotion in my body. It was down on paper And for me, that felt better. I could process it. So journaling, I had to start doing again. The second thing that I started to do was take a little bit more time for myself. You know how busy it gets. We'd had... uh, So the kids' birthdays are six weeks apart, actually, from each other. So Matilda's is the end of February. Ralph's is the beginning of April. They both had some amazing parties this year. Um, But of course, with that comes the pressure and the stress of putting that on. So that had been going on, we'd all got really, really tired. And I actually, when I looked back, I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm really down. And the reason I'm down is because where well, I had made this amazing self-care routine for myself, um, or this half an hour self-care routine on you know, most evenings in the week, that had actually also gone out the window. My evenings were being spent working till midnight, doing things, you know, for my business, Um, sorting the kids out, catching up on the cleaning and everything else that had been going on. So I needed to just, again, take a step back and prioritise myself for a few nights. And that literally was just in a bubble bath. So I had a bath for a few nights in a row, put some Epsom salts in, lit a candle, turned the light off, um, had some nice essential oils in the room. And again, such a small thing, but it made a world of difference. So when you're feeling down or you're feeling that way and you get to the point where it's going to, say, explode, that's your first thing that I always recommend is just to stop, stop and breathe, and just for a few nights, be selfish, say no, have healthy boundaries, things that you have to do, if you really look and think about them, you know, if they're not life or death, they can wait a couple of days, if you've got to do something for somebody, pop them a message and just say, I'm really sorry, it's going to have to wait a couple of days, you know, you come before everybody else We give so much to other people, and we should all be, you know, leading with love and helping where we can. But there does come to a point where you've got to look after yourself. If you don't look after yourself, you can't look after everyone else. And that is what I wasn't doing. I was looking after everybody else, trying to do so much and, you know, run the house, have the kids, do loads at work. And actually, something has to give because you can sustain that for a short period of time, but it's like a sprint. You can sprint, you could do a sprint doing that much, consuming that much energy, but actually, in the long run, in a marathon type of way, that can't, you can't sustain that. And it's not about working, working, working burning yourself out and then having to have six weeks to reset yourself you know the whole purpose of the work I try to do with people is to incorporate these little things that actually add up to a big thing so that we can sustain and maintain a balanced and less stressful way of life and so my first sign was I was thinking I'm not practicing as I'm preaching here I'm burning out I'm getting run down. I'm taking on too much. And if I was speaking to somebody else, if somebody else was in the state that I was in, the first thing I'd say to them is, You need to rest and have some time for yourself. So that's the first thing that I'd always recommend. The second thing, when you've just stopped and you've just let yourself be for a couple of days, is to try and listen to your intuition. The universe tries to tell us so many signs, whether you believe in angels, whether you believe in energy, um you know, universal laws. The universe will try and give us these messages and we can be really in tune and we'll see them. So you might see numbers, you might see the same numbers, number synchronicities, you might see white feathers, you get these little signs. Um, robins there's always robins around sometimes when we're thinking of people and sometimes we become so busy that we miss all of these signs so the second thing that I did for myself and that I'd recommend to people is to get out in nature so for me that was literally just sitting in the garden with a cup of tea and my sunglasses on And just for half an hour, not being on my phone, um, not thinking about anything, just just sitting. Just sitting and just being calm, listening to the sound of nature. Uh, And it's amazing how much that can reset you as well. So nature and being out in nature is really good for our soul. It feeds our soul and it raises our vibration. Because Mother Nature is supposedly running at a frequency which is fifth dimensional. So the frequency of nature is very, very high. So naturally, when we go out into nature, we take a walk, we go and sit in the garden, we put our bare feet on the ground, it raises our vibration because if we think of the energy it's trying to match the vibration of where we are so if we're in nature if we're in a high vibration it lifts our vibration too so it's definitely worthwhile if you can just connecting back to nature getting off your phone going sitting in the garden going for a walk listening to the birds you know there's a lot um, of benefit from that and then the third thing that I suggest to people and this is what I implemented is to start centering and grounding yourself so I ground myself every day uh, when I wake up in the morning and I'll protect my energy but sometimes we start to rush it and do it so quickly and actually when we're in these periods of feeling a bit negative and a bit down we need a bit of a deeper cleanse so to speak so I was saging myself or you can use palisanto, um, and really centering and grounding myself I was constantly connecting my feet to the floor so grounding through the tree roots um, which is an exercise that I'll probably put in the community group actually to do and just really making sure that I was doing that several times a day so that I felt really connected and stable and that my chakras were all in balance and then alongside that I started using my aura sprays so I will share the link of the business that I get them from. She's such a lovely girl. And she makes these incredible aura sprays. So I have the Archangel Michael um, sprays. There's two sprays and you can use them on a daily basis. And then I also have the Mother Mary Rainbow Children for the kids as well before they go to school. So aura sprays work in, again, your vibration, your energy and your frequency. The Archangel Michael one is really good for protecting and sealing your aura for any external energies. Um, And again, with the Mother Mary spray, Mother Mary is sort of in charge of the children's energy, I suppose you'd say. And it's just a really gentle aura aura spray that you can pop around the kids before they go to school. So if you think about the analogy of that like I said last time, when we go to places, we pick up on different people's energies. So even just pop into Tesco, we'll pick up on different people's energies. Um, And children are exactly the same. In fact, children are probably more open to it. So there's this whole thing about imaginary friends. Some people think that imaginary friends aren't really imaginary. Children can see more than we are, you know, than we do and we see. Because they have not been programmed as much as we have to think that it's nonsense. So, you know, for example, going around in day to day life, if you said to people that you could see things um, or hear things, then people would think, OK, that's a bit strange. And we're programmed in a way to not think of those type of things or to see or to be open to those things. Children haven't been, they haven't had as many years of programming, so they can sometimes see things, and you know, when they say about monsters under their bed, sometimes they're seeing energies, they pick up on energies, and it's interesting, because sometimes children will go into a certain place, a certain type of environment, and they'll start playing up, start being naughty, start crying, they are so receptive from different energies, So the aura sprays are really, really good. So I will share the link actually of that business in the community page because she does quite a few different ones and I'd really recommend it. So that's another thing I was doing. So I was grounding, grounding, centering, using aura sprays and using crystals. So I'm going to share with you a few of the crystals that I've used. I've been really drawn in the last couple of weeks to amethyst. I'm not 100% sure why because... I've never really been a massive fan of amethyst. I like the properties that it gives, but it never really jumps out at me. But lately, for some reason, I've been really into amethyst. And um, so I started incorporating amethyst into my sort of crystal visualizations around the house. I started carrying some round. And amethyst is obviously great because it's really calming relaxing and it's also grounding too. But when you need to connect back into yourself and meditate and just get a few answers of different things going on, amethyst can really help you in that way. Another crystal which is great for grounding is tiger's eye. I think it's so underrated but tiger's eye is so excellent because it connects your chakra um, to the ground so it keeps you grounded, it's great for anxiety, it's great for decision making um, and it's also really calming. So that's a crystal that I also recommend if you're going through a period of emotion I'd say. Um, another one which is fabulous is called light. it's like a purpley speckledy stone, it's very very pretty and I'm always quite drawn to it and that is one of the ones that they do really recommend for um, Anxiety—you don't often see it, but you can get it in towers um, and jewelry. I think I've got a few temple of it in, but that's always what like my go-to. Um, and then another one which I quite like is Dalmatian Jasper. So it's calming, but it also helps you see the positive and the joy in situations. So sometimes I'll feel a bit glass half full. And the Dalmatian Jasper can just pick you up and try and change. Um, I've got that wrong. I'll feel a bit glass half empty. And the Dalmatian Jasper is good because it makes you flip that to see the glass half full. So in theory, flips the way you're viewing things from a lower vibration to a higher vibration. So there are a few stones that I've been using. And... The other thing I've been doing is just really sitting quietly and trying to connect to my own thoughts. We sometimes don't actually get to listen to our own thoughts. We have so much going on in our head. We have so much that we have to remember for other people, especially if you're a mummy um, or if you have a really, you know, high stressful job, lots of responsibility. Nine times out of 10, a lot of your brain and your mind is clouded with everybody else's stuff. And so clearing that out and letting your intuition and your subconscious fill your mind is something that we rarely do. But it's so important because when you're sitting on things or you need a bit of inspiration, you're looking for answers, you're looking for signs, you have to be clear in the mind to get those. Otherwise it's like they can't get in. You know, if your head's already full of other stuff, you're not going to be able to get those messages because there's no room for them. So that's where all of these exercises can help. The journaling can help, the grounding, the centering, the aura sprays, the crystals, anything like that is really, really good. Another thing which can be really helpful, which I've also done, is to sit down and re-go through your intentions your manifestations your goals your priorities um there's something called the wheel of life uh which I use in online coaching with people it's a one you know in my one to ones it's a really good exercise where you're looking at goals and intentions and things you want to achieve but making sure that you've got them in lots of different areas of your life if you're constantly thinking about financial goals, you'll probably achieve those, but you're not balanced because all the other areas of your life you're neglecting. So that was a really good exercise for me to do um, and see where I was. And actually I might make that into a bit of an exercise worksheet to pop into the group here because it's really beneficial. So I hope that's been interesting. I just the purpose of the podcast was just to share a few things that I do when I feel like this. Um and just to let you know that if you have been feeling down or if you do start feeling down, it's okay. These things happen. Life is not a smooth road. I always think it's a bit of a roller coaster. Just because you're going through a period of down doesn't mean that you can't get back up again. Remember, it's how that we handle things and our reaction to how we're feeling. It's about growing your little spiritual toolbox as well so that when you're going through these things, you can try and think, oh, I could try and do this. I could try and do that. You know, if it doesn't make you feel better, at least you're doing something about it and you're trying, and for that period of time that you're trying that exercise, your mind is elsewhere other than where it may be. So I hope you found that useful. I will share the link of the aura sprays. I will pop the wheel of life goals um into the group here, and I'll do a little worksheet on the crystals as well, which I think could help with anybody feeling like this but i hope to record another podcast next week if there's anything in particular that you'd like me to speak about i would love to know um i think it's interesting to get people's feedback but i also think it's inspiring to share sometimes that's why i felt like i wanted to come on and share with you what had been going on cuz when i when i hear other people going through those things and sharing how they felt and what they did to feel better, I find that that really helps. So I'd love to know if it helps you. Um, The grounding exercise, I will also do a little bit of a, I might do a live video. I'll probably do a video about that just to show you how you can ground and protect your energy every morning. It's very, very quick and it really is useful. So I hope that it's all okay. I hope that you are all okay. I will catch up with you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Remember, it's okay not to be okay. If there's anything I can help with, please let me know. If you're feeling in a really down state, always do speak with your GP first. Um, But yeah, if there's any way that I can help, please always do reach out to me on my Facebook page, which is Allura Crystal, or you can email me, megan at alloracrystal.co.uk Take care, all of you lovely lot, and I will speak to you soon. Bye.